Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Steve Agee coming to you from Danadu, Dan Harmon's house, um, recording an intro for a podcast that I think I recorded almost three months ago, maybe even more, uh, with my friend Jonathan Daniel Brown, who you may know from uh, uh, the movie um, uh, Project X. Uh, He's a young actor. He also did a porno when he was 19. We talk about that. Um, it was my first podcast, I think of 2013 and I'm just now getting around to dropping it. As they say, I've been very busy, um, with pilot season and auditioning and shooting, uh, some other stuff. And, uh, it's, it's been hectic and, uh, but I think things are starting to slow down now. So I'll be putting episodes out a little more, uh, frequently. And now that there's a feral studio, uh, that's almost completed. Uh, things are going to get more regular and I, I think a lot better as well. Um, I don't have a lot to say about this episode because quite frankly, I don't remember at all recording this. So um, we'll keep this intro short. Um, enjoy it. Uh, while you're on the feral page, click donate. Um, you can also go to uh, Amazon through a link on my page and buy shit, whatever shit you buy at Amazon, be it toiletries or music. And uh, we get a little bit of a kickback, which helps us out at no extra cost to you. So with that, I leave you with Jonathan Daniel Brown. Thanks for listening. I love you. Hey, everybody, it's Steve Ag, and you're listening to Yet another episode of Steve Ag. Uh, um, just uh, actually, this is my first recorded podcast of 2013. Hooray! Is this your first podcast of 2013? It's my first podcast of 2013. Hopefully, not the last because I just love podcasts. Have you been on podcasts before? I've only done Esther Pavitsky's podcast. Oh, twice. I've done two of hers. Weird Adults. Weird. Well, I did one weird. Weird. I did one Weird Adults, and before that, I did like when she had like the uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was on Red Band's Death Squad thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was like the live thing. That was fun. I, d- I did uh, her Weird Adults podcast. She was nice. She's very nice. Little Esther. They call her that because she's little. She's, she's small. She looks young. Yeah, she does. She's 43. Did you know that? Yeah. Have you seen that movie Orphan? <laughs> no, what's that? Orphan's the movie about like the girl named Esther that gets adopted. And then like there's something fucked up and evil about her. And then uh, and it turns out that she's actually like a midget prostitute from Russia. That's the twist. Spoiler alert. <laughs> 
happens and she like tries to rape the dad and then oh, they, they, end up, they end up killing her. It's a horror movie. Come on. It was like a few years ago, but the tagline was there's something wrong with Esther. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if she's seen Someone that. Someone needs to get the poster for that. Like and and Photoshop her in to the, the original Esther. I wouldn't be surprised if some weirdo already did that. Some like psychotic fan. Uh, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Just you know, cracking my new muscles. So, uh, to the people listening, Jonathan uh, Daniel Brown uh, was part of one of the biggest movies. Well, of not the like, year. It was pretty big, and, and I mean, it, it made like a hundred million dollars, Project X. But it was actually, what's interesting is it was the most pirated movie of 2012. It was pirated more than the Avengers and the Dark Knight and Mission Impossible. It's like a shitload of people were like, "We really like this movie. We just don't want to help Jonathan move out of his parents' house." Yeah. So, them's the breaks, eh? There. Well, actually, this hard drive back here behind this bottle of apple cider vinegar. <laughs> Uh, that's all hundred thousand uh, uh, um, downloads. I was the one. It was all you. I downloaded Project X like a hundred thousand times. And you didn't watch it once. You just downloaded it just to. I did it. finally watch it. Did I tell you that? Did you finally see it? Yeah. Did you like it? I actually did like it. Oh, awesome! I'm glad to hear that. And I was not aware that it was based on a, a real. The the thing is, is that yeah, like there's the whole story with that kid in Australia. I think his name was like Corey Worthington or something, and. There was like a few of those incidents. Shit, let me turn that off. I'm a piece of I, shit. I don't mind. No. Oh, okay. I don't care. Oh, okay. Well, still, let me put it on it vibrate at least. Yeah, I mean, just have some sort of sense Jesus of Christ. Be an adult. Yeah. Yeah. There was like a few of these parties that like inspired uh, the guys at Green Hat, which is Todd Phillips' company, to make the movie. And I think that was one of them. There was like the kid in Australia. There was some like crazy thing in. Amsterdam but like crazy parties are kind of a teen staple and I think they really wanted to just take that and ramp it up to like 5,000 million percent which is not a number at all <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, basically they they put out an, an open casting call and I was like well, what the fuck I mean I worked at the Hollywood wait no this is after I worked at the Hollywood Bowls and Usher and right after I dropped out of college <laughs> and I didn't really think much was happening so I submitted an open call tape and it all sort of snowballed from there and so yeah the internet finally did something good for me how does that where did you hear about the the like Hollywood reporter or well the, the guy who's now my manager uh, Lil Shapiro like uh I saw it on Deadline, and then he emailed me, and, and he said, yo, check this out, you should do it. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I was trying stand-up at the time, and, and I was okay at it, but I was still sort of at, like, a, I guess an open mic level. I wasn't really doing book shows, but mm. I was having fun. Right. And so for shits and giggles, I, I, I told them, you know, the story on tape, and, and it snowballed from there, and they had me come in and read for this character who was actually Mexican in the script. <laughs> and uh, You are so not Mexican. I'm the opposite of... I'm, I'm white and Jewish. <laughs> but uh, what I what I share in common with the Latinos is, is my, you know, loyalty to my family. Mi familia. Yeah. Mi yeah. encante. Uh, si. We, uh, we bond. Me and me and the Latinos. I can see that. We get along. I get along with everybody. I get along with white people. I get along with black people. I, I get along with racists. 
<laughs> I get along with people who aren't racist. You you don't have to sell us on the fact that you're not a racist. I'm not a racist. <laughs> Wait, so, okay, you actually met with Todd Phillips. Yes, I met with him and I met with Scott Budnick, who is like the exec producer of the movie and a dude who like I feel like was pushing real hard for this for a long time. He's sort of like the brainchild, I feel like, of the movie. And we... And then they were teamed up with Silver Pictures, which is Joel Silver's outfit. And they had me come in, and I read for them, and then I sucked because I had never acted before, and I was pretty nervous. Came in again. Came in, like, I think a total of, like, seven times. And then I was brought into Joel Silver's office, which has a waterfall in it. It does? <laughs> it had, like, a waterfall. It was, the, like, the most crazy, amazing office I'd ever seen. It was on the Warner Brothers lot. I think they've moved to Universal Fuck. now. That's and, insane. And, you know, we had, like, a brief conversation before he was off to the Laker game. And then, yeah, I got a call the next day, and I found out I booked the movie. And then, you know, from then on, it was just a life of... Tons of money and women and drugs. You fucking liar. I'm lying. Wait, I'm where, lying. Did, where did you film it? We shot it at the Warner Ranch in Burbank. Like, you did? Yeah. Just Why right. did I think you shot that in Canada? I shot Kid Cannabis in Canada. Oh, okay. Which I'm is, getting two things mixed up. Which is the up. last thing I've done. That's coming out later this year. I'm stoked about that. I love... You're, you're in a movie called Kid Cannabis, but it's directed by... John Stockwell. Who played... Cougar. In Top Gun. In Top Gun. He's That's amazing. Fucking rad. And he's, and he's like, he's 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 a he's an actor's director because he was an actor before yeah. he started directing, and he he is a dude who knows how to get people to like fucking get to where they need to be. So like we were uh, we were doing this scene where I was like really pissed off and violent, and he was just like giving me shit the whole time. So I just got more and more fucking mad, and before I knew it, I was like beating the shit out of the guy in the scene. Nice. And he was like, "All right, perfect. We got you pissed off enough. Now calm down. Now calm down. Smoke some weed." Um. So you, you shot all of of uh, Project X in Burbank. Mm -hmm. Yeah, over a course of like a two month period. And it was... So was that... That house was just a fake house on a lot? That was what was crazy. The house itself was more than, like, a fake house. Like, a lot of the houses on the lot are, like, just fronts. Like, you yeah. open the door and there's nothing in there. Yeah. But there was everything. There were flushing toilets. There were... They really wanted to, like, make this a house. Yeah. And so this house was fully functioning, which made it even more fun to completely trash and destroy. I love that I'm surprised like I don't know how movies work I'm like that was a real house that you mean that wasn't a real house that was on a lot I sound like my parents no I mean a lot of people like ask like stuff like that and like oh is this really you know a house was it real a lot of people think the movie's real still I don't know why I think maybe because they're dumb but <laughs> or they're 14 well it was kind of shot documentary stuff it was, it was shot like a POV show. yeah but there were so many montages and there's like the dialogue <laughs> oh thanks Sorry. for that no we just had lunch we did we went to the cafe up near the Hollywood sign I don't know what it's called but I had kale on purpose so yeah you ate kale by choice by choice yeah. literally it's, no I, I like even, I like kale I don't mind the taste it's the aftertaste it's like you have this like diarrhea feeling oh, in your mouth for dude. like a week wait, wait a diarrhea feel in your mouth yeah like like, like well, a not, slime 
Like the taste Ugh. in my yeah, I don't even know how to describe it, but like it's like you ever drink so much diet coke that you're like I can't taste things anymore. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I have diet coke's horrible for you. It's dude. really aspartame bad is not good. No, I know, I know, but I'm trading off weight for cancer, so. I feel like if I drop a couple pounds now and if I die in my 50s of like, you know, all the chemicals and shit I've put in my body, then so be it. I'll look good. <laughs> Trading off weight for cancer sounds like you're getting rid of weight so that you can get cancer. No, I don't mean it like that, but I feel like if it had to be one or the other, if it had to be dying of chemical poisons or just being some fat fuck, then it's like, well, I'll get rid of one. Which one? The fat part. Not, not <laughs> uh, yo, you've lost a lot of weight. Dude, since, it's Even been, since last time I saw it's you. It's been awesome. It's been awesome. And it's the easiest thing. It's all psychological. I just go on the elliptical and I don't eat pizza. Oh, <laughs> That's man. all it is. But I love pizza. Pizza. Pizza's the fucking best, dude. I had to ask myself, like, what would you rather eat? You know, pizza or pussy? So I made up my mind. And, uh... I'm, no, I mean, girls do not like fat guys. They don't. Some you of wanna, them do. Now, may, maybe some. I, look, fat girls like fat guys. The first season of Sarah Silverman show, I, uh, when MySpace was like the big social networking site, uh, this girl started like, just this random girl started emailing me on uh, MySpace. And she was like pretty good looking. And uh, she was very flirtatious. And uh, I forget what she said. This has been so long ago. And I, she said something to me, and I was like, why are, you, why are you even into me? And she's like, oh, I love fat, fat, funny guys. I'm like, ugh. That's a weird... That really bummed me out for some reason. It is a bummer, because... When I started losing weight, people started making comments like, well, we love fat, funny dudes. Like, why would you not want to be fat and funny? Because all my favorite fat and funny people are, are fucking dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, hey, man, you know who was really funny and was fat? John Belushi, John Candy. You know what? They all also did, you know, Chris Farley. Well, two of them died of doing speedballs in hotel rooms. So I'm not going to go down that path. I'm not going to eat myself to death and then, you know, mask it with cocaine. <laughs> it's just not going to go that way. So, you know, if, yeah. people, if, if people think I'm less funny because I'm less fat, fuck them. You know? I'd yeah, rather it, be healthy. Uh, uh, it's such a drag. It's such a drag being a fat guy. You're young, though. You have your whole life of this shit to battle <laughs> yeah I guess so I mean I guarantee you this isn't the and end and it's a battle it will always be a battle I gotta tell you though it's honestly it's all common sense it really I've, I've tried nutritionists and diet weird diets and uh, the shit that has always worked best for me not that I'm living by this credo right now but the shit that's always worked best is just common sense like when you're at a restaurant and you're eating when you're about to take a bite of something you fucking know in your head if that's something you should be eating you or totally not. know you're like oh i'll just have half of these french fries and then you just eat all of them anyway yeah you always know when you order something she will watch my portion but then you fucking don't you eat the whole thing and then you fucking lick the plate at least i do i've never lost more weight than when i was i was eating vegan for about four months and it was i can't do that it was literally i mean but it was i mean that's kind of extreme but it was literally like Couldn't fruits do and vegetables and you know some proteins and 
like I fucking lost like 45 pounds in like Jesus. a couple months. That's amazing. And it was, and that was not even with exercise. It was just mm. common sense, it, but it was kind of boring. What I do, yeah, is, is I go on the elliptical. Uh, by the way, Steve just pulled out a switchblade, which is very intimidating. I know he wanted me on this podcast and didn't realize how badly. So Yo, S.A., you're going to get cut? If I end up cut up in pieces and floating around the L.A. River, Steve's the guy who did it. Don't fuck with me. It's terrifying. <laughs> um, this actually, I can't believe I still have this switchblade. I got this on a class field trip to Tijuana when I was probably 14. It still works. It's still terrifying. And why did you go on a, where did you go to high school where they took you to Tijuana when you were 14? It was just Southern California. I don't know why we went. It was, oh, it was Spanish class. Mm-hmm. So it was about getting. So it's let's go three hours to fucking Mexico. Mm-hmm. And we, all we did was fucking buy fucking uh, firecrackers. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine today a class of 14 year old It wouldn't happen today. It's to Tijuana. so fucking dangerous now. Uh, it, it wouldn't happen. Is it, was it dangerous when you were a kid? Was it like, actually like, I know like Tijuana, since I have been a kid has always been like, don't go there ever. So, yeah. I mean, it was, I don't know. It seems like the drug cartels are more in charge now and yeah. it's, it's, they have radio stations. The drug cartels. cartels yeah. They have like their own talk shows. It's like, we just cut up these people. Don't fuck with us. All right. Here's some commercial break. You're listening to KOKE Coke radio. <laughs> the home of Los Zetas. Hey man. <laughs> Today's weather is snowy. It completely taken over. <laughs> They have taken over. It's, I saw traffic. It was horrifying. I would, yeah. I mean, I went to Mexico, I think, when I was, like, 15. We went to, like, this resort, and, and it was just, like, so far away from everything. And I, I, to be honest, I don't know if I would still go there ever. I don't think I'd ever go to Mexico again. I Last time I went was, I was 17 or 18, and it was the last time because I got held up at gunpoint and, uh, <laughs> like, like scary like like by like eight guys with machine gun not pistols like or shotguns like ak-47s jesus me and my friend they forced us to our knees so i thought i was gonna get executed this was out in the middle of nowhere i had three machine gun barrels pressed against my head and they're screaming in spanish which i didn't understand mm-hmm. and i was just like don't fucking don't shoot me man oh and they just God. fucking said you know where's your car and we're like uh it's down at that campsite just down the beach and they're like get in your fucking car and don't ever come back to Mexico they rob you what they do they didn't take any of our money they're just like get the fuck out of our country wow yeah so they're just like a bunch of ultra anti-tourism money nationalists I don't, I don't know this was way it. south of it or uh-huh. uh, this was like way south we were surfing what was, was their goal did they think you were like drug dealers we were lighting off firecrackers and I think they just wanted us fucking gone they hated probably just hated tourists they hate americans oh my god yeah that's that's a that's a rational response to firecrackers putting three <laughs> submachine guns to a complete stranger's skull teenagers I, and i've never been back and i never ever want to go back no i i feel like there's so many other awesome countries in latin america to visit where you don't really have to worry about your head yeah. coming back in a duffel bag you know like san diego exactly <laughs> <laughs> you know if they moved Comic-Con to Tijuana... It, oh, fuck. It would be amazing. No, it, it would be the worst. Be like, well, 
the cast of Sanctuary has been decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> the Battlestar Galactica people have been held hostage. They're, ugh, fuck that shit. Um, now you, you I worked s- with someone from Sanctuary, actually. Amanda Tapping. She was on Stargate SG-1 as oh. well. Yeah, there's so many Canadian actors that do nerd shit. And yeah. so it was so awesome. Like, because when I was shooting Kid Cannabis, they hired so many local Vancouver actors because it was, you know, they didn't want to just bring in over anybody from... I mean, they can't. If they film in Canada, you need to have a big... Local thing. hires. Yeah, yeah, you need to do local hires. Cast so, and crew. Yeah, exactly. Did you... Did you like shooting? In, I'm sorry. Did you like shooting in Canada? Oh, I, I loved it. I was in Victoria, which is like an island. Like yeah. it's like a, an an hour ferry ride from Vancouver or a 20 minute flight from Seattle, and it's basically like Hawaii and Seattle having like a baby with like a touch of like redneck country because like half of the island is just filled with rednecks and the other half is filled Weird. with just like. I've actually been to Victoria. It's amazing. And it's got a five to one female to male ratio. No. So, oh, it was unbelievable. I've never experienced anything like it. And Project X was a really, really big hit there. So my self-esteem took a nice little, you know, boost. I've only, I went to Victoria with my family when I was, you know, like 11, barely remember it. And then hadn't been back to Canada in like... Uh, up until like three years ago, you know, I went to Nova Scotia and to Toronto. <clears throat> Both amazing. I love Canada. Canada's like America if it made sense, you know? <laughs> like if America was a country where like policies were sane and people cared about each other and people didn't just shoot each other in the streets and then charge you like they have their problems too like oh. the guy who was on the bus and was at Montreal with a decapitated head oh he head. decapitated some random guy and then just yeah but they didn't That's like they didn't have nuts. like a public show trial about it like they would hear they wouldn't have CNN covering like the, no. decapa- the decapitation dude for like 20 years straight like they do random murder cases like Casey Anthony or whatever CNN has the latest tragedy boner for the news networks to exploit I when I was in Toronto I, I fell so in love with it and it, granted it was like the fall so the weather was perfect it wasn't too hot it wasn't too cold but I was like fuck this is just like a cleaner less aggressive New York yeah it, oh, the people were so nice and I was like you know I could live here and everyone was like how do you do in the winter and I was mm. like terrible and they're like you could never fucking live here the problem is like I guess with anywhere that I find is awesome is I often wonder like if I stay there for a while and I fall in love with the place and then I come back to LA and I'm like fuck LA the city was better but I've spent I've lived in LA my whole life I'm 23 and I was born here and I've lived in Tarzana for 21 years who are you Brody Stevens I know we're Tarzana buddies (laughs) we talked about that yesterday Brody and I chatted at the comedy store and we bonded about Tarzana we're like he's like Hatteras and I'm like Ventura and Reseda and we're like Winnetka yeah (laughs) Winnetka is like well I went to college in Winnetka I went to Pierce Community because I had gotten out of boarding school when I was 16 my parents were like there's no way we're gonna let you move out and go to a four year university University, you'll get expelled in a week. <laughs> so it's hard to get expelled from fucking college. Too. I don't know. I'd figure out a way. I, was I got uh, a... suspended in college once. What did you do? It was a Christian college. Oh man! And uh, me and my girlfriend at the time, and this was in Northern California. This is a story I've never told like it publicly, but because it, it's kind of boring. But we uh, we had gone skiing. This the college was near Napa Valley, but we had gone skiing in Tahoe for the weekend. 
we were coming back in my truck and we got back to school late and uh like there was like curfew on, on this school and like the dorms like locked their doors at like you know midnight and so we get back to school it's like sunday it's midnight so we can't get into the dorms and my truck at the time had like a camper shell on it mm-hmm. and like carpeted inside the back so we just slept we were sleeping in in the parking lot in my truck that's oh, it no. just sleeping oh and no security security comes by and uh knocks on the window and they're like get get out of your truck what are you doing we're like well the dorms were closed so we're just sleeping in my car and so they took our names down and then my i got i went in i had to go see the the dean and i got uh three days off like i three days i call it three days i got suspended for three days and he let me pick which day so i picked like you know wednesday thursday and friday so i had a five-day weekend (laughs) but my girlfriend got kicked out what that's such a bullshit double standard yeah like every time i get pissed off about women because i don't understand them i remember wait society is awful to them and there's awful double standards and extreme discrepancies like shit i could get away with if a woman did everybody would like tar and feather her and ostracize her and like a dude can literally just be like i'm gonna fuck everybody but the dean was basically by by saying uh, three days suspension you can pick the three he was uh-huh. basically high-fiving me yeah he was like good job on sleeping in a car <sighs> with a woman jesus christ you're, you're, Is that the eggs or the potatoes? It's probably the potatoes. Did you have... What did you drink? Did you just drink water? I had like half a glass of Coke. It might have been the Coke. There's, I mean, I feel like when you take eggs and soda, the results are never really, like, desirable. But I'm really tasting the potatoes. <laughs> oh, my God. But I'm really tasting the essence of the potatoes, Breakfast Jonathan. potatoes. They taste good going in. And they taste good going out. Um... Now, you said that uh, Project X was your first acting gig, which... Oh, all right. We're going to talk about we my We kind of have to talk about all right. this. No, you know, I get it. It's it's how it is. No one's ever going to let it go. It's... Uh, so, d- basically, explain this sure, why Todd sure. Phillips sure. cast you for Project X. Sure. So, I'm 18 years old, and I'm at Pierce Community College, which is where dreams go to die. And I'm, true. I'm, I'm living a wonderful life of going on dates with middle-aged Armenian women in my classes. No, and, that's not true. No, that's not true. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, that no, uh, I was... What I would do was, because there's no social life at a community college, I would hang out in the smoking area, even though I didn't smoke, because I'm lonely. So I'd just stand by, like, wafting secondhand smoke, just inhaling it all, and not caring, because I wanted to talk to people. And I ended up hanging out with these dudes who were, like, a little shady, and we started hanging out, and we'd smoke pot now and then, we'd hang, you know, we'd drive around campus. And we were talking one day, and we had this conversation, and one of them was like, yeah, why don't they ever use, like, regular dudes in pornos? Like, it's always, like, fucking, like, muscle-bound dudes who are, like, on Viagra and, like, filled yeah. with steroids. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really care. That's why they use those. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You just mentioned the reasons why they use those guys. Yeah, I mean, that's why. They want, they want old dudes who can get boners, you know? And... <laughs> Because they want, like, they, because the whole industry, that whole industry is about controlling other human beings. It's, like, basically videotape trafficking. It's such a bummer. But, uh, 
I mean, well, not really. I guess that's an exaggeration. Yeah. There's Calm choice. Down. There's choice. I, I love it. I love porn. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anyway, it happens to be that one of these dudes was, was uh, trolling Craigslist one day, and he saw a very much like an ad for like looking for regular dudes. And at the time, I was working at a Toys R Us. And I was cleaning shit off of walls for seven fifty an hour, and I thought my life is fucking trash. I'd just gotten out of a boarding school where I'd been indoctrinated by Mormons for two years, and I just wanted to fucking rebel, and I yeah. wanted to do something different and interesting. Yeah. And so when I get the email and I meet this dude, and he's like, "Yeah, let's, uh, you know, they, they sent they sent in my picture to this company to the Bang Bros." <laughs> and, the uh, Bang Bros. Yeah, Jim and Ted. No, <laughs> no, I'm just making actually, that up. I don't think I don't think there's actually they two. actually have names. Yeah, no, I just made that up. There's no brothers. But uh, Joel, Joel and Ethan Bang. Joel and Ethan Bang. <laughs> did you see? Uh, did you see Fargo? Uh, ass Triple X. No. <laughs> no, I'm just making that up. <laughs> Stupid. I, I guess we could come up with more Cohen brothers. Uh, porn movies we could let's see uh, <laughs> I can't even think of a Coen brother the really big Lebowski that, hey, there you go <laughs> they did a Lebowski porn movie I know version. I saw it it was pretty dead on too. the trailer looked amazing trailer, I only saw the trailer I was very trailer, impressed it, it looked great the production values of these movies are nuts these the parodies. porn parodies now are fucking like they're like three million on. dollar movies yeah. they're like full blown fully budgeted like with acting with impersonations that are dead on yeah. they have like a ton of non porn actors act in them just to play like supporting roles like in the Big Lebowski the dude who played Walter never fucked anybody because no one wants to see Walter get laid you know he was just Walter oh, they, some that's random funny. guy who'd play Walter but they're like we're not giving this guy a sex scene same within the Seinfeld porn the guy who played George Costanza did not get any ass at all bummer non sex actor bummer that's the shit I would have loved to see though like they're really twisted but anyway <laughs> back on my fucking twisted awful story I'm probably about 30 to 40 pounds heavier than I than I am now. I had no life. I had no future. I had zero thoughts of how my family would feel. The people I still live with who to this day feel like probably so ashamed. I'm such an asshole. Don't, don't think that. Oh, well, I made it up to them by, by going mainstream. But There you go. <laughs> but uh, what, what ended up happening was the, these guys... I met with this dude. This dude, his name was like Dirty Joe. And we met at a Denny's. And he's like, so your friend sent in your we picture. We met at a Denny's. And he bought me a grilled cheese sandwich. He's a real nice guy. <laughs> and uh, I was... I was not I was not a virgin at the time, but I'd been with maybe like one or two like when I was sixteen I lost my virginity through MySpace. So I've always had a really oh, yeah. fucked up outlook on this, dating. I, I've always been using We can't even get into all the stories Jonathan has. Uh he has so many I have like a shitload of bizarre stories because I always inject myself into situations that frankly are unhealthy and bad for my life. But I have this like nagging feeling in the back of my head that's like I love like awful depraved like disturbing shit you're fucked I love up, seeing man. it I'm really fucked up I explained it at Comedy Central as you're like a fucked up Forrest Gump yeah it's like instead of instead of getting a medal from Kennedy <laughs> after you know running through Vietnam to save my friend Bubba <laughs> you get a porno from Dirty Joe porno from Dirty Joe and the Bang Bros <laughs> like what a fucking disaster so I'm I'm this fat loser with like no job no future I was 
thinking like, hey, you know, I was majoring in communications, which I feel like is a major that gets you nowhere. Well, I mean, I could be wrong. It's something. It's yeah. I guess it's better than art history. That's kind I, of. I majored in art. Did by you the way. really? Yes. I'm sorry. I <laughs> meant right. no offense. Have you, your, have you used your college degree? In no. Anything you've of done? course not. See no. exactly. No. I feel I feel justified in dropping out of Pierce Community. It's right? fine. It's all good, folks. This is a lesson. If you really want to make it, drop out of school and do stupid shit till someone finds something interesting for you. Unless you want to do something where. The, you know, college is so school expensive. is schooling is required. You know, like I medical mean, yeah. school. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. have to go through college to do that. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm a doctor, but I I just I, went to Devry. I went to Tijuana. <laughs> there are so many. Do- okay, but I, I'm sorry, I just keep getting excited. Yeah, let's get back. Um, to Dirty Joe and the Dirty Joe. So, so the guy goes, you know, you ever been with a few girls? And I've been like, no, I've been with like two in my life and both were like spread out like two years apart from each other <laughs> just this fat failure come on like, dude stop 18 years <laughs> please old. don't talk about yourself that way it's a, you're bumming the listeners <laughs> out. oh no 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 but you're just, a kid you're a fucking little I'm like, yeah kid I'm like, figuring his shit out i don't know what i want in my life i don't know what my future brings i'm just like you know <laughs> like fuck it you know this is a story for the grandkids you know oh it's, yeah I mean, I don't know. I might have some fucked up grandchildren. Let's see how my first kids go first in like 20 years. Yeah, let's see. That. Let's see about getting you a wife first. <laughs> yeah, let's see about getting a girlfriend <laughs> longer than six months who doesn't follow me uh, around. That's all right. Let's get <laughs> yeah, focus here, sorry, Jonathan. I have massive attention deficit disorder. Sorry. So I... Uh, I end up going to like this random apartment in North Hollywood and I just sit around, I sit around. Well, first they draw my blood for AIDS and that, that's important because it's, yes, it's important. It's really important. That's what they do. Like every two or three weeks, they all get tested for all kinds of crazy diseases because they're doing really disturbing and depraved shit. So they might as well not have herpes. Sure. Although I, they're I, safe. I, I mean, relatively. I don't think they're that safe. They don't like use condoms or anything. It's crazy. But I, I'm sitting in this apartment in North Hollywood. I'm very nervous. So I just spend like three hours playing Tetris on my cell phone just by myself. In an like, office? No. Just in like a house. In, in some dude's apartment, like on the third floor. And like, <laughs> and like they wouldn't introduce me to the girls beforehand because they wanted it to be awkward. They wanted like some fat dork to like do this thing. And so... <laughs> What they do, this is so weird. What they do is, is, is they get, they rented an ice cream truck, which by the way, I don't know, I don't know like what ice cream truck company would have like tolerated that. Like, hi, we, we, uh, oh, they, there's no way they told them what it was for. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're doing a children's party. Or they just said we need one for a a shoot. Yeah. For film we're making. (laughs) They, uh. They have this ice cream truck, and they they go to like a random restaurant, and they have me dress up as as the employees there. And the restaurant had no idea; they were not in the loop either. This shoot was like this was, yeah, this was more independent than like Robert Rodriguez's stuff in the early nineties. Yeah. This is like hardcore guerrilla filmmaking. This is like the birth of Tarantino, yeah. Dirty Joe. This guy was an auteur, auteur. How do you say that? Auteur. Auteur. Okay, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. And uh, 
And uh, so they give me this huge bag of fries. <laughs> Go in there, drop the fries, and they'll do the rest. So I just went along with it, and I just, I just, I just, uh, I just went with the fucking scene. Meanwhile, there's this black dude holding a dildo, talking in like a fake British accent, just narrating the whole thing, and it's just oh my god, it is so it is the worst, fucking it is the bizarre worst thing. I literally, it is. Do you think? Do you think? I, I, if I had any sense of shame, I would have been like, you know, this is exactly, you know, my grandparents escaped from Poland in the 30s. <laughs> so that you could... So that I could just be a fucking So that you could mess. fuck three girls in an ice cream truck. I'm 18 years old. Oh my God. It's been five years. That's crazy. But it, I look entirely different. I, it, 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 it is it, weird it, though. You're delivering fries to an ice cream truck. Why? Like what? what who, why? But are, then man. you're you're f- fucking these three girls, and there's a dude with a dildo with googly eyes on it, holding it in front of the camera, it's narrating it with a British accent. Like, I look at look at this, or that's Australia, but you know, you know what? I get it. I get it. It's fucking so it's crazy. So it's like a David Lynch. Yeah, it's like if if. And, and just the, the, everything about it was awful. Like it wasn't, it wasn't really fun. It was nerve wracking. Of course, and, it's and nerve wracking. Like, I came out of it like, uh, like an hour, you know, like an hour later or however long the shoot was, and I just like sat there. And they gave me a T-shirt, and I'm like, I'm never gonna wear this T-shirt ever. I'm not gonna wear a Bang Bros T-shirt in public ever. So I just. I think I just put it in the trash or something. And then I went home and didn't talk about it for five years until Project X came out. Although, it was the story I told at the audition for Warner Brothers, and it made them go, like, holy shit, we need to meet this guy. That was the story I told on the tape. So, in the end, the most embarrassing, stupid, and awful thing, like, I ever did ended up being the thing that pushed me into a mainstream career. I deserve an AVN crossover award. I should be in Vegas right now getting, like, a is that penis a, trophy. Is that a category, the crossover? They do. They, but like they always, Sasha they Gray. Are, yeah, Sasha Gray and, like, Jenna Jameson and Ron Jeremy. They always get the awards. And it's like, those are, like, the same people. Like, they should. I should be, like, in Vegas getting trophies and lap dances for life. But... <laughs> I mean, I should be, well, I mean, hell, I worked with the hangover guys. Vegas so did that, I have so many questions, but did that, was that all like, you didn't shoot it more than once, right? It was just like the one time they shot it. No, or, it was, yeah, it was, it was not, we're doing angles. We're doing no cuts. coverage. No, no coverage. They weren't concerned about sound quality. They but did they like, ever stop you in the middle and say, hold on, we need to move the camera? Or? Yeah, they did that like just once or twice. And then I just sat there going like. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> you know, you, you're pretty. <laughs> I don't know how to talk to women. I'm, <laughs> and I and and uh, to this day, to this day, it follows me around. It's obnoxious. Of course, it does. I, I, I had no, I had no idea I'd be doing what I'm doing. I had no idea I'd be acting and doing TV. It is. I do. It is good that you own it, though. Like, I have you, no choice. Not... If I try to pretend it never happened, what good could that? You know, it's like. It's obvious. It'll be on my Wikipedia page one day. If I ever have a Wikipedia page, sure. a la willing. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like not something I can escape. I just, my, my main thing is like, I just feel so embarrassed for my, like, I feel so bad for like how my, it was really like, like, well, 
you was, know, you did it. And, uh, and, yeah, I mean, there's nothing I can do, but it was half, there's a, nothing half a decade ago, which is crazy. Like, if you think about it, like, that's so long ago. That's like such... That was 18. It's almost I mean. a quarter of your life ago. Yeah, I'm 20. No, yeah, about a quarter. Almost. Almost. Um, but there, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. It happened. Right. And, uh, there's no point in, in, in feeling guilty and, and like... Your fuck. life didn't end. My life didn't end. I didn't get blacklisted. But this is what I was talking about with double standards. Okay, because if it was like an actress, an A-list, or even like a B-list or a C-list actress who did something like this, she'd be done. Nobody would see her. Nobody would audition her. She would yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, Sasha Gray is an exception, you know? Yeah. But like... To make myself feel better, now and then I look up, like, big A-list stars who have all done porn. Did you know Jackie Chan made a sex tape in the 70s? <laughs> Dead serious. <laughs> Dead serious. No, Stallone, did he really? Stallone. I knew Stallone, Stallone did. Uh, Colin, Colin Farrell. Of course. Colin Farrell's got that famous one. Um, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Uh, R. Kelly, the legend. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. R. Kelly, man, what a he's an American treasure. He would not he he is I've heard horrible shit about the uh uh, uh sex tape from uh oh, what the fuck is his name? The old rock clown. Oh, old, um uh, Brett Michaels from No, Poison. no, no. Like oh fuck, man. Ah, da, 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 da. Tommy Lee? No, no. Lee? I mean, I mean we're talking like 1950s. Uh Chuck Berry. Oh, Chuck Berry had sex. I know Hendrix oh, did like, it. No, there's like a Chuck Berry one where like that he, he shits up. on a girl. Whoa. Or, or like he pisses on her and she shits on something fucking horrible. That That is, wow. How did, how did they film that back then? Did they have like a dude with like, we're rolling. <laughs> they had a guy drawing really fast. Yeah. I, how did they? His drawing cells. Because that was probably really illegal in the 50s. You probably made a porno and you went to jail. Like, society did not allow it. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, there's, like, a huge list online of, like, everybody who's ever done something dirty in a mainstream career. Dirty! And, and <laughs> it's filthy and shameful. And, uh... I, I'm terrified. I'm terrified that it'll affect, you know, dating and stuff. Like, I'm terrified yeah. that I'll meet some girl and then she'll, like, Google me and it's, like, fucking the third thing that comes up thanks to the assholes at TMZ. Who thought that? Hey, let's ruin this. I don't think it's gonna. Let's ruin. Let's, you. let's make. You were young enough that I don't think it's gonna affect you. They'll yeah. just chalk it up to being young. Yeah, and, except for the fact that I, I'm always asked about it every five seconds, <laughs> and I'm more than happy to fucking like own up to it because why not? You know, it's like. If I was, I, I can't. I'm not Catholic. I'm Jewish, and, and it's, a uh, what? it's a different kind of guilt. It's a different kind of guilt that yeah. Jews have. Like Catholic, Catholic guilt and Jewish guilt. Like Jewish guilt. Catholic guilt is based about is based on like sex and how dirty and wrong it is. So if I was like Catholic, I'd be like ostracized. I feel like I feel like my parents would disown me. But because I'm, well, you're lucky. Your your parents sound cool because cool there are shit. some parents that would fucking oh really not be cool with I can't, that. They well, they weren't cool with it. Well, all, you know what I mean. They weren't. They weren't like get out of my house. You're not my son anymore either. So, uh, take take what you can get. But um, when I did Project X, it uh, it, it came up a bunch. Like it came up in a few interviews. 
it came up like you know when TMZ decided to plaster it on their front page and and the most amazing thing about it is that nobody ever gave a shit exactly you know, because I'm a dude and, and and if it was like a chick if it was a hot chick people would be like oh my god they passed it around like all those like nude leak celebrity photos last year that but, dude- yeah but also I think people are so much more tolerant of porn now oh it's like you know it's it's a huge industry and I, I think people are like yeah so what fucking mm-hmm. shitload of people have done this <laughs> so many if you think about it like there's like stables and stables and stables of people there's the same dudes. literally on farms there yeah. are stables of <laughs> people who've been put out to pasture yeah done porn the porn farm it's in Chatsworth they graze them <laughs> they comb their hair it's right out by Stony Point in Chatsworth <laughs> valley's so weird because all of the porn is made in the valley but nobody talks about it in the valley so everybody's just like you know everyone sees a porn star at Gelson's and everyone pretends they don't recognize that porn star and they just walk off but like I I see them everywhere because they are everywhere and they don't even you know I mean, they're, they're, they're in our society. They've infiltrated, you know? They're in our society. There could be a porn star standing next to you as you listen to this podcast. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. That's you never, heavy, there's man. so much. There's so much. And, and I guarantee you, a lot of people get away with it. A lot of people probably do it a few times and then, like, never get caught. Like, just no one... Caught? <laughs> they never get caught? Yeah, like, there's probably... You sound like they're smuggling drugs. I, honestly, the stigma is so... I mean, talking about for women, not for dudes, still. Like, if you're a dude, you get cast in a Lindsay Lohan movie. Who? The Canyons. That's that movie coming out. The the Brett Easton Ellis movie. It's an indie with oh. Lindsay Lohan and then that dude James Dean. Oh, really? Yeah, they're co-starring oh, I didn't together. Know it's that. like a main and it was written by the guy who wrote Taxi Driver, but the trailers have been awful, so I'm not Um not I didn't know that. I, I never met him. I met his uh is it his wife, Joanna Angel? They were dating for a while. How do I know all this shit? Because they talked about it on their blogs. Because I read, I read blogs. I read, uh, I read porn blogs and mainstream blogs and video game blogs. I don't know I just, if they're together or not, but I, I met her once. She was very nice. Yeah, she's hot. She's like, she's all right, like, let's. This isn't okay. a porn chat. Yeah, we're talking too much. Um, porn. I feel like. We're, we're actually even almost out of time. But I, I really, I should say that I we met. Think. We met because. Comedy Central paired us up together. Yes. I, I went into a meeting at Comedy Central. I, we won't give away specifics. Right. Non-disclosure agreements and all. But I went into a, a meeting, a general meeting at Comedy Central but, uh, and talked will... about some stuff. And the, at the end of the meeting, they're like, oh, do you know who Jonathan Daniel Brown is? I'm like, no. And they explained, you know, the, they basically told the story you just told about the porno. And I was like, wow, that sounds crazy. They're like, maybe you guys would want to, you know, pitch something together. And I was like, sure. And in my head, I was like, no. And then my managers were like, you know, you should meet him. And uh, I met and you told me like a shitload of crazy fucking story. Like I said, you're like a fucked up uh, Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump, man. It's uh, and you're only 23. Yeah. I mean, I just keep 
putting myself in these situations, whether it's because of like women, or whether it's because of like I, I don't want to be left out, or it's just because I'm bored and I want to see something different and I don't feel like like if if the choice is to sit at home and be bored, or like go to some crazy after hours place and see like a bunch of gay dudes on ecstasy grind against each other, <laughs> which happened once in a warehouse in downtown LA while I was standing there. Not in Chatsworth. No, there's like all these crazy after hours downtown LA parties where yeah. literally just gay dudes get together and do ecstasy cool it's just like as soon as the bars and clubs close they all head to these like crazy warehouses yeah and, like uh, blade it's yeah. like blade where they, the vampires go after hours it's kind of like that dance in blood showers oh my god wouldn't that be awesome to be a vampire like i know like twilight's ruined that for so many people but like <laughs> Being just like a blood-sucking creature of the night. Yeah, dude. You get to kill your one-night stand so they don't bother you anymore. And you get to take their life Or if they're awesome enough, you can turn them. Oh, yeah, you can make them your... You can either either turn them into a vampire or you can make them your familiar, yeah. Yeah. I've played some World of Darkness. I'm a huge geek. Fuck, you are a nerd. Did you play... Did you ever play a uh, a computer game called Vampire the Masquerade Blood... Okay. Of course not. It's awesome. (laughs) I do play a lot of video games and stuff. Yeah, we're uh, Xbox friends. That uh, that's no vampire stuff. Uh, Blade is about as into, and I love Blade. It's one of my favorite movies, but that's about as into vampires as I get. Yeah, I like. I just like all kinds of supernatural shit, and I feel like, <laughs> and like, well, science. I like genre. I like science fiction. I like fantasy. I that like, should be your bio line on Twitter. Is I love all sorts of supernatural shit. Yeah, I'm not like a goth or anything. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to like some weird fetish club and like whip people in black makeup or whatever the hell they do i'm not gonna wear corsets and leather and like corsets spikes. i don't know i don't know corsets i went, to, like, I went to this bar called bar sinister once which is at this like, i know i i've heard of it and i went yeah, i think it's corsets not corsets Cors- i don't know <laughs> i Welcome to the Welshly Arms Hotel, lover. You can wear your corset in the hot tub. Kyra Knightley said corset in Pirates of the Caribbean. So Uh, I just took it. Well, she's... British. Yeah. And I'm She's nuts. Is she? No, I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure she's awesome. If you're listening to this, Kyra, I'm, I'm single... I live with my parents. Is it Kyra? I think it's Kira. Is it Kira? God, I suck. I suck at this. I suck at names. Go back to school, motherfucker. Oh, well, yeah, maybe I should. (laughs) No, don't. The only reason I ever wanted to go to college was just to move out and experience new things. meet co-eds. Well, yeah. Meet young co-eds. Exactly. And fuck them in ice cream trucks. Oh. But really, really, my my primary motivation in life is, is right now. Just like... To, to lose weight, make money, and make out with lots of strangers. Cool, I mean, bro. Yeah. That's about... That's about... <laughs> Ladies, if you're listening to this, he's single. What's your Twitter uh, I'm, I'm handle? On, I'm Jonathan D. Brown on Twitter. Jonathan D. Brown. Because I can't... And by the way, the whole, like, full name thing, I know it's super douchey to, like, call myself Jonathan Daniel Brown, but I feel like if you Google Jonathan Brown, you'd get, like, an abolitionist and a serial killer in Canada and, like... Some, an abolitionist. Some dude in a Bob Dylan song. I mean, there's just so many John Browns. It's a common name. It's super common, so I had to throw the middle name in there. And I didn't want to do anything stupid. I didn't want to, like, make up some stupid stage name. I didn't want to, like, take the Hebrew... Well, that sounds good. Jonathan Daniel Brown. It's, it's good you didn't go with, like, J.D. Brown. 
Brown or yeah, or Jonathan like, D. Brown. Ugh, yeah, I hate middle initials. I hate that so much. I hate all that, but I feel like just for the sake of Googling. Yeah, man, it's all about Google and hits and, and downloads exactly. and, and views. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's the world we live in. It is, man, and it ain't changing back. Yeah. It's just moving forward, bro. <laughs> Fucking asshole! <laughs> I'm trying uh, to be honest. I'm trying to be like. <laughs> no, you're you're very real, and it's good. It was charming. I'll say that. Uh, um. So yeah, check out Jonathan on Twitter. Uh, check out Project X if you're on any of the porn sites. Check stop, out. Stop! <laughs> stop! Please. Those days are behind me. Yeah. Don't don't look at it. No, please. It's like watching 9/11. Just don't. <laughs> It's just don't. <laughs> Can I say that? Is that like too funny? Well, you up? just did. I know I did. It's um, too late. Can't put that genie back in the bottle. We can't edit it. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So we, we've hit about an hour. Ah, beautiful. How, how do you feel? All right. I feel pretty good. I. Uh, how much of that is porn, though? <laughs> just write them out. All it's right. a, dude, it's a fucking story that you have. Yeah. You I'm, know. I'm just like afraid. That, like, I don't. I mean, it'll be. I don't know. I'm just insecure. <laughs> I'm super insecure. Uh, you shouldn't be. You're fucking young, man. You're figuring your shit out. Yeah. Next month, I'm moving out of my parents' house. Nice, I'd, bro. I'm going to move to Los Feliz. Oh, that's I'd a great area. i cash in my Project X royalty check and move across from the across valley. town. Over the hill. Over the hill Fuck. into the hipster land. I like hipsters. I don't know why people hate them. They're fun. Well, they wear glasses and they talk about geeky shit. What's you're a young geek. That's why you like hips, hipsters. I guess they're sort of like in the same. They're sort of related. Like in the Los Feliz will be perfect for you. Yeah, it's sort of like raccoons and possums. They're kind of like related. I don't know if Tomatoes and tomatoes. Yeah. Like Jews and Catholics or... All right. All right. Uh, hey, man, thanks for doing this. Oh, thanks for having me. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Check him out, Jonathan D. Brown on Twitter. That's right. And uh, at Steve Ag on I'm, Twitter. Don't forget. I'm at Steve Ag. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank uh, you. Bye. 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 <laughs>